COVID-19 Briefing 3 The Battle with Anxiety As I've been reflecting on our present situation, my mind has gone back to what Franklin Delano Roosevelt said in his 1933 inaugural address as President of the United States. He said this, Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. I strongly agree with what FDR said, Uh, but what FDR called fear, I would call anxiety this painful and disturbing unease or apprehension that stems from something uncertain. Right now, anxiety is an enemy much more dangerous than the coronavirus. Anxiety is the force that leads people to panic buy, to flout the rules about social distancing, uh, to make unwise decisions, and do any number of other unhealthy behaviors Uh, in this time. In order to combat anxiety, and that is our battle right now, it's a battle with anxiety. In order to resist anxiety, we need to understand how it works. Anxiety is infectious. It's much more infectious than the coronavirus itself. Everything around us right now is trying to spread this infection. Uh, The news reports are magnifying over and over and over the people who are dying, the people who are being infected, giving us moment by moment, play by play uh, information. uh, And that creates even more anxiety. People around us are wondering what to do. Uh, Many people are dealing with desperate situations in terms of their incomes and their families and and many other things. And all of this is creating anxiety and trying to communicate anxiety to others. Uh, And that's how anxiety works. Second, anxiety distorts everything. It distorts all our perceptions about what is going on around us. It distorts our sense of right and wrong. It distorts our sense of how big a problem is or how small a problem is. It distorts everything. It distorts our communications. When we're anxious, we don't hear people properly and we don't say the things that we want to say. Uh, And that's what's going on right now. Uh, This anxiety uh, is making this problem seem insurmountable for our society. You know, the real issue right now is not the number of people infected, but our healthcare's uh, our healthcare system's ability to cope. Uh, I love and thank God for the NHS, uh, and that is the real struggle. Uh, it's not necessarily just with this virus, uh, but there are so many other factors that are going on. Uh, in Italy, even if right now the infection rate is ten times higher than what we know. That's still only about 1% of the total population who are infected with COVID-19. I mean, the scary thing about COVID-19 is really right now what we don't know, which is another thing that causes our anxiety and makes the problem seem so large. Uh, The third thing about anxiety is that it weakens our defenses and makes us vulnerable to outside forces. 
It makes us vulnerable to the suggestion, oh, there's a scarcity of food. It makes us vulnerable uh, to the feeling that our efforts aren't making a difference. Um, It can even make us more susceptible to getting sick. Uh, And demons love to inhabit, magnify, and manipulate our anxiety. Uh, And they're working right now to increase anxiety in us as Christians, in our leaders, in, in other people, in our, in our whole society, even across our world. Uh, we can see manifestations of this right now in things like uh, an increase in lawlessness that's going on where people uh, are just doing whatever they want to do because they, they don't think they'll get caught or they can just flout the rules. Uh, we've seen this in a rise in anger that people are experiencing and communicating Uh, All of these are outgrowths of the power of anxiety working in our society right now. One of the best things about anxiety is knowing that we can resist it. We do not have to be victims of anxiety. We can choose to resist it and overcome it. In my book, Freed to Lead, I talk a lot about anxiety and how we can resist it and overcome it. But I want to give you just a little taster here. I think Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 to 9 is a key biblical text that we need to apply in the power of the Holy Spirit right now in order to resist and even overcome anxiety. And I want to point out quickly just a few things from that passage. First of all, Paul tells us here that we need to rejoice in the Lord. This means we need to focus on Jesus, focus on his goodness. We need to celebrate our great salvation in Jesus Christ. We need to relish God's grace and how God has lavished his grace on us in Jesus Christ. We need to keep rejoicing in the Lord if we're to overcome anxiety. Second, we need to be obviously magnanimous. I mean, that's one of my favorite words, magnanimous or magnanimity. And it simply means to be open, gracious, and generous in terms of our attitude and our actions. Uh, It's the opposite of hoarding and panic buying. When we're magnanimous, we show people that we, we are open, that we are not worried, we are not anxious, that our faith rests in somebody who's greater than all the coronaviruses of the world, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Third, Paul encourages us to remember that the Lord is at hand so that we can resist and refuse to be anxious. Uh, We need to remember the Lord's presence all the time. He is with us. He has not abandoned us. He will not leave us. Fourth, we need to pray pray and pray some more, but we need to pray with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is absolutely essential in this time. We need to thank God for our NHS. We need to thank God that we live in such a society as we live in right now. We need to thank God for the things that God has provided for us. We need to thank God that he is in control. We need to pray with thanksgiving. Fifth, We need to choose and constantly choose our focus. Paul tells us, you know, whatever's good, whatever's right, whatever's honorable, praiseworthy, think about and keep on thinking about these things. 
We need to put in the forefront of our minds not the the bad stories about anxiety uh, about uh, COVID nineteen and what's going on, but some of the good stories, some of the ways that people are behaving like heroes right now, uh, in you know small and large ways. Uh, we need to focus on everything that's good around us, and not on the bad. And finally, Paul tells us here that we need to practice our faith. That we need every day to be living like Christians, to be living out our faith, especially in the midst of this world that's bound up with anxiety right now. I tell you, our nation needs people, especially Christians and Christian churches, who are anxiety-resistant. These people will help our nation do what it takes to overcome the coronavirus crisis without creating many more problems. An anxiety-resistant group of Christians will help drain off the anxiety in our society and help people see this for what it really is and have creative solutions for overcoming this problem. Together, we can be the people of God that we need to be in this time and resist anxiety. We can win the battle against anxiety in the power of the Holy Spirit. My name's Rod Woods. I'm the minister of City Temple. The thoughts here are my own. Keep well, keep safe.